Alright, Ambush, today we are joined by an acoustic pop artist who has been a singer-songwriter for about 20 years now, but it is only now that he is just getting to releasing his debut album coming up in the new year, and today we're going to be talking about a couple of the singles that are going to be leading us there, and of course I speak today about my guest, J.P. Sanga, how's it going today, J.P.? I am fantastic, man. How are you? Ooh, having myself a gorgeous day. The sun is shining, so I cannot complain. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Hey, hey, and also very awesome that I get to dive behind some amazing music. It's one of my favorite things to do, and I'm very excited to dive behind your music here with you and of course i mentioned you're working your way towards your debut album your debut ep released all the way back in 2005 so you took a little bit of a time in between these points to you know take some time to raise a family live life all of those good things but of course sometimes that those dreams, those passions, they, they come knocking again. So what exactly was that moment, that thought that uh, got you where it's time to finally get back into the studio to finally release some more of my own music? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, it's probably a combination of a couple of things. Uh, one is an unfulfilled life goal, which was to actually release uh, a body of work that would represent me as an artist. Um, and then the other thing would be aging. It was actually, I was approaching a milestone birthday and I'm proud to say that was 40. And um, I, I really was faced with that kind of, you know, realization that, and, and I don't want to, I don't want to make it sound and, like too gloom or anything, but, you know, you kind of realize that life, isn't infinite like there's it's 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 going to it's going to end at some point and you can't just wait around forever for you to fulfill these things that you've always wanted to do and so it became almost a necessity for my soul that i needed to fulfill this goal and i obviously at this point in my life any type of decisions like this don't just affect me. It affects like four other people. Cause I have three kids and I'm married. So my wife was pivotal in that um, decision and just talking to her uh, about wanting to fulfill that dream. And she, it, she also knows it, like my journey uh, in, in music and how I had to kind of put it on hold and everything. And so she, she gets it. Uh, and even though, we're trying to provide for three kids and we're trying to balance other life priorities and, and work. Um, she knew, she knew how important it was to me. And she just said, we'll find a way you got to do this. And so that green light was everything. And that started off the whole chain of, okay, well, let's, um, uh, there's a producer that I've always wanted to work with, um, and uh, Sam. That's uh, Sam Helfer. He's my producer for this album and has produced all the singles that I've released so far. Um, so lining him up, uh, and then also carving out the time 
it's busy when you're trying to raise three young kids uh, and balance a full-time job. So uh, I don't get a lot of time to do it. But instead of all this time, kind of letting that be the excuse, oh, there's no time, there's no time. Just saying that that's if that's what it is, that's what it is. We're going to make the best of it. And the fact is, we're still chipping away at it. And so it's still working towards the goal. Um, so realizing kind of like that's okay um, was, was cool. And so uh, with that little time, like, again, a couple hours per week, uh, some, sometimes every other week, sometimes once a month, um, it's, uh, we've been able to produce some really, um, so, some really, I guess, uh, meaningful songs to me that I'm so incredibly proud of. So I'm, uh, yeah, we, we've made a lot from so little. Wow. So it's sort of that, um, what you hear with a lot of goal setting, uh, with some people say is like, it's important to set a big goal, but you have to not get, uh, disappointed by the goal or like off put by like the loftiness of the goal. It's, you have to create the steps in the process. It's, you have to build it. And that sort of sounds like exactly what this has been was it's like, okay, debut album. How do we get there? Got to find a producer. All right, we got to pick some songs. We got to go from there. So this leads into, of course, the recording process, which you mentioned was sort of taken in little bits and pieces. So were you able to get inside of an actual studio to be able to make all of this work? Were these songs that you have written throughout the years, were these new tracks that are sort of uh, more recent to you? Take us behind sort of these things. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, so the, the songs, or the album itself, uh, I, I, I'm almost uh, treating it like a, um, it's a legacy piece. It's, at this point in my life, it's not about me trying to get that record deal. It's not about me trying to be the next pop star. It's about leaving my mark in this world. It's about leaving my children something that will speak to them like years after I'm not even around anymore. And so each song is, is like, uh, it's like a love letter to them. It has a message that they may, they're young right now, so they may not even really fully understand it, but at some point it'll make sense to them. And again, even if I'm not around, it'll be something that they can uh, carry with them. And, uh, and it's just, it's a piece of me, right? So um, the, the songs as a result of that sort of theme uh, for the album, um, it's, it ends up being a collection of songs that I have written from long ago, or even songs that I've started writing, couldn't finish. And now with my new lens and perspective as, you know, an, an older, um, an older guy and, and a father, uh, I, I, I have now been able to finish these songs. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and, and then there's songs that I'm, I'm writing from scratch now, um, which I actually, at one point, um, during my hiatus, uh, I like part of the reason for the hiatus was because of a writer's block. So there, there were times where I thought that I was just never going to write again. And writing was like one of my fortes. It was, it was my thing. And so to lose that was such a demotivator. Like I, I, I almost gave up. So, um, 
being in this sort of creative zone now and then being able to write all these new songs for the album, it's, it's been, um, it's, yeah, I, I, I don't know how to say it. It's, it's, it's just, it's like, it's, it was meant to be, <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. So the recording process, uh, going back to your question, uh, I have been able to go into the studio. So Sam runs his own studio, um, Hillifer studios out of Kitchener, Ontario. And, um, Prior to COVID hitting, we were going in and and uh, recording, but once COVID did come around, we it almost kind of just went full stop. Um, and then we started trying to do things virtually, but um, that wasn't as uh, efficient. Um, there's something about the there's something about the energy uh, that goes on when you're face to face. With like it's just like the artist and, and the producer kind of just bouncing ideas back and forth, and things just kind of happen and roll along. We're virtually it it can, but it still isn't the same. Um, and then I'm finding that uh, I'm also having to type like just like encyclopedias of emails just to kind of explain one thought that I'm trying to get across. Um, one detail that I want changed in a recording or in an arrangement. And it's just, it's so, it's so taxing. Um, and then also because everything else is online, like the last thing you want to be doing after work hours is again, being online and trying to be creative and artistic. And it's just, it was, it, it's been draining. If I'm being honest, uh, the past, like since March, 2020, it's, it's not been an easy road. Um, Meanwhile, we've been able to release and record three other songs during um, that time um, somehow. But uh, it took a lot. It took a lot of um, persistence and, and just really staying committed uh, and finding ways to stay passionate about, about the process, the, the creative process. Uh, yeah, so the recording, pro- the, the, the recording experience has been a roller coaster <laughs> for us so far. And we still have a lot of work to go. Um, so there's still there's still about half the album to um, to finish up. And um, yeah, we've got our work cut out for us for sure. All right. Well, very excited to hear that there's still some magic to be created. And even though there is some challenges, you are adapting, you are overcoming, you are conquering. You're releasing some incredible music at the same time. So before we dive into a couple of these tracks, I'd love to know, what was it like to, after that hiatus, to finally release yourself back out into the world? It's an amazing feeling. It's just that um, if you've had something that has just been, you know, picking at your brain for so long and just kind of haunting over you, uh, and you just felt like you haven't been able to tap into that or fulfill that to see it actually come out and and see a product um, and then see the reactions that that causes. It's an incredible feeling. It's so fulfilling. Uh, it's it's it just it feels right. It, it feels like um, I made the right choice. And it makes me not regret the fact that I never gave up on that dream. Fantastic. I love to hear it. And I'm glad you didn't give up either because 
as I mentioned to you earlier, I'm loving these tracks, and I would love to dive behind some of these uh, 2021 singles because you've released two of them, one a little more recently, but one to kick off the year, which I'd love to dive into first with In My Bones. I love the way that this song just sort of builds and then pulls back and then builds and then pulls back. It's just sort of like, it's, I just love the energy that's encapsulated inside of the song. So what exactly does In My Bones mean to you, JV? In My Bones is almost like the centerpiece of the album project. So I mentioned earlier about it being like a collection of lessons that I want to pass on to my kids. One of those lessons is actually teaching them that no matter what or where they are in life, if they have a dream and they put in the work that uh, it can happen, anything can happen so long as you put your mind, your heart and your soul into it. And that's, it's, it's what I'm doing with the album. It's a, it, it's something, it's a, it's a dream that I had. Uh, and despite being older now and all the reasons not to do it, like financially, it's, is this really the most responsible thing a parent should be doing <laughs> with, with their money? Um, and like time-wise, and also like there's, there's things that come with aging too, where I'm like, I'm starting to doubt my, my singing abilities. Maybe I don't, I don't have it anymore. It's, it's, it's not as strong, not as practiced. Um, and there's all these voices of doubt and things that are just like I, I've thrown at myself for the past, like ever since, like throughout that hiatus, it's always been like, forget it. It's too late. You're too old. There's nothing left in you. And all of those voices just kind of like, you know, pegging you down. And it's a matter of turning those voices down, ignoring them, squashing them, and just going for it. And as a result of actually doing those actions and being in that, 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 that whole concept um, was birthed in my bones. So in my bones is one of the songs that was, was written from scratch during this project. Um, And it's inspired by everything I was literally going through at that moment. Um, It's, it's, just that um it's that feeling of being able to say like i can do this i i am going to do this and it's going to be awesome and yeah and just ignoring all of those voices of doubt well it's uh as artists as creatives and even just as human beings we can be our toughest critics oh and it's just exactly that is you get inside of your head and even no matter like you could have a hundred different people tell you oh my goodness this is amazing this is the best song you've ever made like this is incredible I can't wait for you to release this and then like all it takes is for you to like lay in bed for like one night and be like my voice has changed (laughs) like but even though it's like it could change in a good way but like to you, it's different. And then suddenly, like, that's just like an entire reason. We're like, oh my good, like, can I still? And like, even though, like, e- like I'm telling you, this song is amazing, but like in the moment, it can be so difficult. Yeah, it's so true. As artists, I think it's just something that's 
that's in us, especially for us who are perfectionists. It's, it's never going to be perfect. It's never going to be great. Um, I, I go through things in my head, like in real time in gigs where I'm telling myself, like, you're going to forget that next line. They're not liking this. It's like, and like, it's, it's real. And it's, it's, it's a little scary. Like I, um, I have, like, I'm, 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 I still have to find a way to really like manage that and, and deal with that. But yeah, there's, there's definitely some, some real things that, that I've, I, I have, and I am still struggling through uh, when it comes to that. But in my bones, really, kind of just captures it. Like overall, um, the idea of being able to be on the other side of that, and 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 just going for it. Hey, and it's just like the sound explodes through with that. Uh, once the chorus hits, you're just exploding through that doubt and just screw it. I'm going for it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you I, I'm glad you brought that up so like um it's it, it's and I like I credit you that's that's awesome because um some people don't pay attention to those type of details but um in the music that I create uh and especially with Sam my producer when we come up with the arrangements we're not just coming up with instruments that are just going to whatever fill up the background there's meaning behind that and exactly what you said, there is a reason and an intention why um, it's, it sounds like that in the chorus. Um, and it feels like you're just busting through doors. Like that's, it's, yeah. So like, you're actually the first person to actually bring, bring that up. So kudos to you. <laughs> you, know your, you know your stuff. Uh, I like to listen. So I'm very <laughs> glad that uh, I can hear that and of course you also one thing that like i've noticed in a lot of the other songs especially the new song as well too it's very a a much a different approach to the song but every like instrument every sort of like thing has its time to shine its focus just like we just talked about where it's everything has a purpose inside of it and like one thing that I definitely love that significantly has a purpose inside of Dirty Water, your new track, is that cor or, uh, choir vibe that like rises up behind you at the end of it. And like, oh my goodness, it's just, it's powerful, this track. Oh, my gosh, thank you. Um, yeah, so um, the, you're like, that's, that's huge. That, that means everything to me because I think this single in particular dirty water uh compared to all the other ones it we we had um i don't want to i don't want to say um a lot more challenges but it felt like that um because when sam and i get to the nitty gritty of the production and the arrangement we are meticulous and there was a specific texture that i was looking for for this song and so when you talk about having like each instrument uh, shine at its own time. Um, all of those are details that we were completely intentionally building into the arrangement. And um, we, we had, I, can't, I don't even know how many iterations of the arrangement that we just, we built it and then we scrapped it and then we built it again and then we scrapped it. <laughs> and it was just because we, we weren't, like we weren't getting it like it um, until finally, you know, after tinkering, tinkering around enough, 
um, we were able to 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 find that sweet spot. Um, and yeah, and like listening to it now, it's exactly uh, and even better than I had dreamed it would be. Uh, the choir. So uh, this song is very. Um, it's not your. It's not your typical track. I like. I'm. And I say that with pride. Like it's. I. I, I wasn't trying to like recreate. Um, I don't know. Like a, a, a another pop song that's out there on the radio right now. Um, I was really borrowing from a lot of different um, textures of instruments, and then um, kind of bringing that together. And I like. I don't even really know what genre to categorize it as but that doesn't matter to me it was just something that um it, it, it's it's what i envisioned in my head and i've always envisioned a choir being on it but it's like a choir how, how would you put a choir on this kind of like acoustic guitar kind of folky poppy whatever it is vibe um and i'm like no like i i i hear it in my head like we it, it it has to be done, and also because of the what we're talking about in the song, um, there is there's something about hearing uh, a gospel choir kind of reiterate that message that really kind of brings it home, um, and uh, and yeah, and so we went for it, and I was so so lucky um, that uh, when I reached out to Stems Music, who I'm a huge fan of. Um, they, uh, they loved the song and they were super excited to work on it. And when it all just kind of started coming together, it just felt so right. And, um, yeah, they, they did such an amazing job on it. So I'm, uh, I'm so happy that it turned out the way it did. Fantastic. And I, like I mentioned, I love it too. And you say that it, uh, it helped to bring the message of the song and truly uh, take it to that next level. So what exactly is that message? Yeah. So Dirty Water is about renewal. It's about uh, giving yourself uh, a, a second chance. Um, so when I say that, it's, it's really like a lot of us, as we journey through our lives, we tend to collect emotional baggage. Uh, sometimes it's from good experiences and Unfortunately, a lot of times it's from bad experiences. We may not realize we're collecting these things, but we sh- we do. Like they're 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 there, and they they come up once in a while and kind of haunts us. Um, and I I say this from personal experience. So um, there's a there there there's something about um, being able to look back on your past instead of running away from it and sweeping it under the rug or whatever, just pretending. Like you're fine and everything, like nothing happened. Um, but actually facing it head on and accepting it for what it is, even if it, like all the bad stuff, uh, accepting that for what it is as part of your journey and how it made you who you are today. And then being able to just let that go and not carry it, continue to carry it with you. It's almost that, like that saying, you know, don't let your past define you. Um, it's, it's that it's, it's being able to say, okay, that was before, um, this is now I have a chance to, to, um, uh, do things differently. I have 
it's a second chance. It's, 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 it's a renewal. It's, it's a chance for redemption. It's, you know, um, just, yeah. Uh, so like the, the whole idea of dirty water is it's, it's using that analogy of, of cleansing and uh, of washing away. And, um, and yeah, and so like a lot of the lyrics are very, um, poetic. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's how I write. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, I really took a lot of, um, like things about water and I, I, I really weaved that into the, uh, the lyrics and, um, and yeah. And I think if, uh, uh, to go like really deep into like the why and behind the song, it's actually inspired by my wife's grandmother who unfortunately we lost earlier this year. And, um, it was inspired by how she led her life. And she was a single mother of eight, uh, and raising her family in, uh, India, uh, in poverty and being able to come out from that experience. Cause there's, there's a lot of stories that we, uh, we've, we've come to learn over the years from her, uh, and what she's endured. But if you, for anyone who had met her, you would never have known because she just exuded this absolute pure joy and this love for life and just inspired everyone around her to, to be so positive. And, and yeah, it was just so infectious and it was so inspiring to see. Uh, and especially knowing everything that she's gone through. And so it was almost kind of like, that like taking that like her example and then putting it into a song and then um sorry <laughs> i know i'm like i'm going on forever but the the one important layer here is that there's actually one specific story that she did share with us and it was um when she so uh because she was poor um she didn't always have like shoes and uh to provide for her family she would often be um, selling food on the streets and there was flooding a lot in, in that area. And so she would start to get like, um, scars and, and, um, it'd almost be like an infection, um, around like her, her feet. And then that sort of kind of started coming up her leg. And meanwhile, she's, she's just trying to, you know, provide for her family and she's not telling any of her kids what's going on. She's just kind of acting like everything is okay. Not giving them anything to worry about until finally she couldn't do it anymore and she had to go see somebody. And at that point, um, she was at a hospital and they had diagnosed her with leprosy. And at that time, leprosy was not a thing that can be cured. So this was devastating um, because, well, one, she was the sole provider for all of these children. And then two, um, she always had dreams of one day possibly immigrating to Canada and then bringing her kids so that they can have a better life. And there would be no way she would pass a medical with leprosy. So this was just the worst news. And um, uh, she was in the courtyard of that um, hospital and for whatever reason felt drawn to approach some random man um, and just like uh completely tell him everything that was um uh in her heart at that moment about how you know she this couldn't be true they they said i had leprosy there's there's no cure what am i going to do 
And this guy had no idea who she was. And he just looked her in the eye and he actually said these words, um, woman, let the dirty water flow. And there's a lot more to that story. Um, but he, he did uh, say like, there's somebody you, you can see, maybe you can help. Um, she ended up seeing that person. That person too was like, there's no cure. I'm so sorry. You can try this cream or whatever, but there's really no cure for this. A few weeks later, she was rid of leprosy and she came to Canada. Like we're here. It's like, there's, you know, there it's, these, these are, these are things that have happened. Um, she, she lived and she, you know, uh, she did just pass this year, but she led a, a long and, a, and wonderful life. But yeah, so it, those words, let the dirty water flow. Those are the words that I actually used in the course. And that's the title of the song. Um, so there's so many layers to this, this song and it's so much meaning to me and my, my wife and my family. Um, and such an important lesson. And also my little way of helping her carry on her legacy for her great-grandchildren because she was an important part of our lives. And I want my kids to also remember how important she was to us. Wow. My, that's amazing. First off. Secondly, do not apologize uh, for the length of that answer, because like, like you mentioned, a lot went into uh, this song and yeah. that is absolutely incredible and an incredibly powerful and driven woman uh, behind inspiring that song as well. Not just to be able to raise eight children, but to also be able to immigrate and have all of them to raise them and to, I mean, it's, uh, my yeah. goodness, that is, whoo, that is a story. And I thank you for sharing it with us that is thank you for asking thank oh, you wow that's incredible <laughs> and uh one thing that you mentioned there is passing on the message to your children and that's sort of you mentioned earlier sort of uh with your music too sort of leaving an ideas for your children sort of leaving a legacy for your children as well and one thing that i really love about the music video for Dirty Water is you actually included uh, one of your children inside of this music video too. So what was it like to sort of uh, film the music video with one of your sons sort of uh, paralleling you inside of it? Yeah, um, so uh, he, he's actually my only son. So I have, he's my eldest. So um, I've got a boy and then two younger girls after that. Um, and it was, it was fantastic. It was actually hilarious because um, he, <laughs> on set, he would, he'd be like, yeah, I'm on JP Sung's video. And I'm like, uh, buddy, that's daddy. <laughs> but he just had such a, he, he had such a, a ball just kind of referring to me as JP Sunga. Um, but he had such a good time. Like I, um, I remember when we were kind of like the director and I were bouncing ideas about, uh, what we would do for the video. Um, there was this idea of, somehow portraying the you know that uh journeying through life and collecting baggage uh and uh but like how would we how would i just do that like it's almost like you would you need to you need a way to kind of portray me 
before to represent like my the earlier part of my life journey. Um, and I mean, you know, we're in a we're in a pandemic. I'm also very limited in like uh, budget. <laughs> um, but I'm thinking, well, let's see, my son Jaron, uh, maybe that might like we could we could do something there. Um, if he's interested and I had asked and he was fully on board, so super excited. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and so it, it, it totally worked. Um, and it was a blast just like my whole family was actually there behind the scenes. So we, um, I don't know how well, you know, Ontario, uh, but, uh, that's actually, um, it was shot on Manitoulin Island, um, which is just an absolutely beautiful, magical place. Um, and, uh, and I've never been there before. Like my family has never been, um, up there. And so we actually just kind of treated it as a little vacation getaway. Um, so yeah, I I had, um, the other, the other two, uh, my other two daughters were there. My wife was my, um, makeup artist, my like wardrobe consultant, my, um, whatever, my everything, um, behind the scenes. So, uh, yeah, it was like a full family effort there. That's amazing. Not only did she give you the green light, she's also power behind the the makeup, the freaking the vibe, the look. Uh, yeah. Power couple right here. Power couple. <laughs> <laughs> I do owe her a lot. I I do, and I, I I recognize that like none of what I'm doing right now would be possible without her. So yeah, hey, shout out and shout out to the wife and the yeah, support of all the support of significant others out there because not everybody gets to have that so when you have somebody that believes in you 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah i love it and i have loved this conversation so far jp i've got <laughs> one last question for you are you ready for it i am man all right so we've talked about the musical progression some of the energy you've tried to capture inside of these recent singles. And what I would love to know now is this process of returning from hiatus, getting back into the studio, finally releasing yourself back out into the world. How has this time helped you grow as a person or what has it taught you about yourself? That's a great question. Uh, I think it's really shown me that, and I... (laughs) I don't, I don't mean to, to answer this in any sort of conceited way or anything, but it's, it's, it's that feeling, all those, all those times I've ever doubted or have come so close to just giving up on the dream to see everything and how everything's playing out now. It feels like, um, it feels like I was I was right to still continue in my path and to not give up. It feels, um, it, it, it's taught me that I was, I was wrong. Um, I, I was wrong about doubting myself. I was wrong that I'm too old to do this. I was wrong about it not being in me anymore, about me not being able to sing anymore. Like, I was wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> so it's taught me that I still... I still have something to, to give to the world. Um, it's also taught me uh, to 
to really hone in, in my, on, on my craft. Um, I have been doing this for a long time, perhaps not consistently, but I have. Like I, I've always been somewhat writing or trying to write in the background, even while I was raising the kids as, um, as they were younger. Um, so it's, it's really, it's really um, taught me to be disciplined in my art. Uh, and that's, that's huge. Uh, I was just even talking to Sam, my producer, um, the other week, uh, and he was he was kind of reminding me about where we started in this project and where we are now, and how different, um, even how different I am as a producer, as somebody who is who knows what he wants um, from his music, like. I think when we started, he, Sam was saying like, you know, like we were kind of just trying things out because you didn't really have like an, like an accurate understanding of what you wanted. And that's true. Like I was kind of just like open to it, like whatever, let's just try things. Just, you know, throw, throw it to the wall, see what sticks. Um, but now it's very specific. Like I, I know exactly what I want and I'm, 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 I'm I hope I'm becoming a bit more articulate in how I'm expressing what I want. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and the result is, is just, it's, it's refined art. Um, so yeah, I, uh, those are just some of the key things I've, I'm sure there's like a, <laughs> there's like a plethora more of other things I can list, but those are some of the main things I'd say. Perfect. Well, I thank you so much for sharing not just, these life lessons, but also the journey of the last couple of years and these brand new singles and the story of this upcoming album. With us here today on the DTP, JP Sangha. Thank you so much. Oh, am I hope that you enjoyed this interview here today with the incredible JP Sangha. And you can go ahead and find a four singles off of the upcoming debut full-length album that we discussed here today right now over on your favorite music streaming service within my bones and the brand new dirty water as well as two other amazing tracks and you better go ahead and follow jp on social media too because you do not want to miss out on the other incredible things that he has coming your way like the release date for that upcoming album. Ooh. And with that, it's time to thank JP for joining us here on today's episode of the show. We have to thank German from YPEditor.com for making everything sound so amazing. And last one more time, we have to thank you, The Ambush, for tuning on in. If you've yet to join with The Am, it's as easy as hitting the subscribe button on the DTB. You can also go ahead and share this episode, give us a five-star review, and head on over to deserttigermerch.com to copy yourself something to represent and support the show, and we love you for doing so. And with that, it's time to say our bye-byes, but not before I tell you to go out, find your roar, and then let it out into the world. And until next time, bye-bye, Ambush. Stay beautiful and tell the people that you love that you love them. All right, bye. The Desert Tiger Podcast.